Welcome to the Student Entrepreneurs in Dentistry Podcast, where you get to learn the foundational principles, concepts, and strategies of business and dentistry. Enjoy the episode. You are tuned into the Student Entrepreneurs Dentistry Podcast. We are here with Christian Hart and Michael Tsalupis. Hey, y'all. Just us two uh, on the on the airwaves this afternoon. Beautiful, what is it, Thursday? Beautiful Thursday in North Carolina. Yes, man, we're losing track. I know, man. <laughs> Spring is in the air, finally. And um, yeah, man, I've I just been enjoying the weather. Honestly, I was driving today, this morning, um, to the uh, rotation, which we'll touch on. Um, and, um, yeah, man, it's just like no clouds in the sky, Carolina blue. Like, it's about time. Yeah, no. I've been waiting finally. on it. It's been cold. Right, yeah. And this winter has been like, I feel like it's been raining 80% of the time. Oh, for sure. Yeah, but anyhow, um, yes, it's been a while since we've been on the airways, man. We were just kind of just kind of touching on that before we hit record to all of our uh SEID or SEID listeners out there. Uh no excuses, you know, no excuses. We've been super busy, but hey, we're back on it, back to it and uh back on the grind. So uh Michael, give us an update, man. What's what's good in life? What's good in in these last uh couple weeks? I say the good good thing is at least graduation's coming up, right? <laughs> right so right. finally getting down the home stretch, finishing up some requirements, or at least trying to. Things are not always going like they like I envisioned, as dental school tends to be. And we were just, you know, <laughs> catching up. I haven't seen Christian in weeks now. Give us an update on what you've been up to. Right. Yeah, man. So I'm a little bit fortunate. You know, we've kinda of touched on this in previous podcasts, but definitely Definitely, um, you know, a, a chance of, of luck and, and being blessed and finishing up, uh, you know, 99.9% of my requirements earlier. Uh, I literally just have one thing to do, uh, which it just requires the patient to come in for like 30 minutes. Um, and uh, yeah, man, just, just kind of, you know, been fortunate to have some good patients and some good luck and got the work done early. But uh, yeah, been out on rotation. So um so this is my side, and then we'll touch on Michael's kind of side of things. So, um, at least at UNC, when we uh, when we can finish when we finish up our our clinical requirements, or at least you know our directors and coordinators and all that, they see that hey, you know this guy, girl, they they're pretty much you know ninety five, they're they're ninety percent done, and we're kind of running out of things to do in clinic. You know, um, we're kind of just sitting around sometimes doing urgent cares or whatever. Uh, they give us opportunity to go uh, back out on these rotations. And, um, if you all remember previous podcast back last summer, we were out on rotations, um, for uh, a month at a time at two different, um, two different locations, two different sites, two different months. And, um, and, and those were like, you know, our rotation rotations. Uh, but then, like I said, when we get towards the spring semester and, uh, people start finishing up their requirements and they allow us to go back on week long rotations, and so um, I was, like I said, fortunate enough to be one of those people and uh, went back out on some rotations. The first one uh, was to one of the sites that I did last summer at uh, a J.D. Bernstein in Greenville, which was awesome, man. I mean, it's, it's what really... What kind of work you doing? Say what? What kind of work you've been doing? Oh, I mean, well, at that one, it was it was all... It's the general dentistry, uh, public health community, um, 
community uh, dental clinic. And um, it was great because obviously they already knew me. They're comfortable with me. They kind of know what I can do and, and uh, you know, are, are comfortable, you know, scheduling me right. with a full schedule, that kind of deal. And so they literally had a full schedule for me the whole week. You know, I was bouncing around on operatories um, uh, and, you know, with things that I like to do and, and the things that I'm comfortable with, they were able to give me a, a heck of a lot of extractions. I did some um, some third molars, did some uh, impacted teeth, um, took out a lot of, you know, conventional extractions. And then, of course, you know, the general operative work, um, you know, fillings here and there and um, you know, some, some urgent care, limited care and, and doing some diagnosis and things like that. And they were really treating me like a doctor, man. It's crazy. Like I said, just because, um, obviously they're comfortable with me and they know me and, uh, you know, the assistants, uh, you know, they walk in the room and say, Hey, Dr. Hart, we're ready for you. This patient's this, this, and that. And it's really, you know, it, it really kind of, um, it, it kind of gives you the feeling that it, uh, you're making progress. You know, it's like, right. like you know, school is school. Like, and I can do this. Yeah. Right, right, exactly. I can do this. Like, you know, school is school. And obviously, you know, it, it, it's a different kind of beast and different kind of uh, task and priorities you have in school. But, you know, when you're out on these rotations, <clears throat> it's a totally different vibe because it is more like a private practice feel. And, um, and yeah, so it was really fun from that perspective and, and just got a lot of experience during that week. Um, out in, in Greenville, North Carolina. Uh, then it was a spring break. Oh, I mean, yeah, we haven't even touched on that. So, um, spring All break. Right, yeah, trip. yeah, yeah, yeah. So spring break was, um, was, uh, really cool. I did a mission trip out to the Dominican Republic with, uh, some awesome classmates, uh, six students from UNC, including me, um, two or, well, three fourth years, including me, and then, um, three third years, uh, one oral surgeon, uh, Dr. Newworth, who was an awesome, awesome, awesome guy. Awesome guy. Um, shout out to Dr. Newworth, who, um, practices. Oh, I wish I remembered. Uh, it's somewhere in Western North Carolina. I wish I could remember specifically the, uh, the town. But, um, man, yeah, he was just awesome. And then, um, a pediatric dentist, <clears throat> well, actually, technically, he's still a resident. He has like a couple weeks left in, um, in, in, uh, his residency. And he's up in, um, uh, residency up in the DC area. I forget what the, I think it's like, um, oh, I forget the hospital. Anyway, he's in pediatric residency up in DC and, um, and, uh, the missionary that, that was hosting us, he's a dentist and he was trained in, um, in the Dominican Republic. Oh, and, nice. Yeah. Yeah. And so we got down there on, uh, when was that? Uh, Monday, um, and had like a little orientation and, and, um, you know, we're just kind of, um, you know, chopping it up and tell, talking about the week and, and, uh, it was really cool, man. Just, just the, the, the vibe and the, the love and the, the mission that they're on down there to provide, um, you know, dental work to people who obviously have very little access, if at all, um, to, I, I remember, um, Johnny saying, Johnny is the, the dentist from the Dominican Republic. Uh, Dr. Johnny, he was saying that like a root canal, costs like a hundred dollars or something like that um like in the dominican republic or right. in, in santiago where we were staying and like the average salary for people um per month is like three hundred dollars so it's like if you're oh, if, well. yeah if, if you want to save your tooth it's going to cost you a third of your monthly salary in the dominican republic and so um, obviously you know people don't really have that kind of of um, you know access to dental care down there 
and uh, resources, right? Right, resources, money, the ability to you know even go to a dentist. I don't know how many dentists there are in Santiago, but I can't imagine there's you know uh, the same dentist to population ratio as there would be in you know Raleigh. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, so we uh, we would travel out to these um, areas around Santiago, which is a a pretty d- good sized metropolitan um, you know city in the Dominican Republic. And then has, um, I guess Santiago is technically like a province. I can't remember the technical term, but um, it's like, you know, Santiago is a province. And in Santiago, they have the city and they have these different cities around Santiago, um, like Canela, San Fuego, um, Jacagua, and all these different places that we were at. And we would take our materials over to these uh, uh, little areas that had set up for us. Sometimes it was like a little... I remember one time it was like a, um, like a ju, not jujitsu, like a karate uh, gym, but it was like, it had like, you know, um, open windows, open doors and mm-hmm. things. So it wasn't like we were, um, you know, stuffed inside. Just came and set up shop. Right. Yeah. Just, just, uh, set up shop and, um, and, and went to work, man. Like I think we treated over the course of four clinical days. Like I said, we got there Monday, um, and did work Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday over the course of four clinical days. Um, uh, I think the numbers were like, we took out 350 some teeth or something like that. Okay. Nice. Um, so it was around, I think around 60, you know, if you, if you break it up into, um, in the six, I think it was like the mid fifties per person. Um, <laughs> crazy thing was check this out. So as you can imagine, you know, we didn't have <laughs> the normal things that you would have at any, you know, dental office that you're used to going to. Right, the luxuries. You, right, the luxuries. They're what you find to be luxuries yeah, once exactly. you get there. <laughs> right. And so no suction, you know, no suction, uh, which I, I was used to that because uh, right, I did the mission uh, trip. Oh, yeah, we both did mission trips and, in, in, um, you know, you did in uh, 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 Nepal. Yeah, Nepal. And uh, I was in Uganda. And, um, you know, we're, we're kind of, we've been through that and we've kind of, you know, seen how that works, just use some gauze and have them spit into a cup or something. Um, but, uh, we were, you know, we were with the oral surgeon. So he was like, yeah, we're going to be taking out some, you know, <laughs> we're going to be taking out some teeth here. Don't, you know, right. don't be scared. <laughs> and, so, <laughs> and so, um, he brought the, the osteotome and mallet, man. And so we were just started, we were taking out some impacted teeth with, uh, and, and sectioning them with the osteotome and, and uh, it was a crazy, crazy cool experience. And I would say you can do it with that. You can definitely do it with a handpiece, right? Exactly right. <laughs> and, you know, who knows if I'll ever have an experience like that again. But, um, yeah, just all around great experience down there, man. And then um, to round things up after that week, back again on another rotation this week, uh, which is, is finishing up. And um, this one's a little bit different. Um, I'm at a clinic that they uh, hadn't been there before. I wasn't there last summer. And so um, they, you know, it's my first time meeting them and I don't think they were as prepared to maybe, you know, create a schedule for me, whatever. So it's been a little slower, but hey, you know, um, any kind of private practice feel is is good experience. And so um, I'm finishing that up this week and and I'll be back back at uh, the Chapel Hill grounds next week to finish things up in these last few weeks, man. So um so with hey, all that said, tell me ask, uh, before before I'll, I'll give you my little spiel. So the. Mission trips I'm more familiar with are kind of the dental school sanctioned ones, like Christian mentioned. He went to um, Uganda and I was over in Nepal. And 
now my understanding this one is not kind of under that umbrella how did y'all go about setting this up like for somebody who's thinking about putting a mission trip together among you know classmates or whatnot where there isn't necessarily a a school sponsored trip how'd y'all get that coordinated yeah that's a really good question and somebody asked me that um also like a couple days ago and um this one it, it was really unique because um the mission trip is well the the only reason the only um uh, ability for UNC students to go on a mission trip anywhere and do dentistry is if they're going with a UNC faculty member whether that be full time or adjunct and so uh Dr. Newworth is adjunct faculty at um I UNC gotcha. And so, um, but the trip, like you said, it's not technically like, it's not like advertised out there like that, like all the other big trips are. So like, you know, right. we, we have like nine or so trips that people fundraise all year long and, you know, they're doing bake sales and selling t-shirts and fundraisers, all different types of stuff, um, to raise money to go on these trips. And those typically happen, like, you know, Michael, like in the, in the summer, uh, between yeah, and over like, any kind of break. Yeah. 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 And <clears throat> typically they're like, you know, two or three weeks long. Um, but this one was over spring break and Dr. Newworth, he's been going, I think for the last six or so years. And the way it's set up, it's like I said, it's a little bit unique because it's almost like it's, it's almost like, I I wouldn't say a secret, but like, um, I think they want to keep it so that, uh, you know, dental students who want to go are going to go. You know what I mean? Right. It's it's not like oh sign up and and you know um, do all this fanfare to go on this mission trip you know for however long. It's not really like that. And nothing obviously that's not a bad thing. It's just a different yeah, style. Yeah. You know. Um. And so you know this one is like you know if if people want to go they're going to reach out and kind of do this. And so um, Tyler Hill, one of our classmates, he um. One way or another, he got in touch with Dr. Newworth, and um, and and last year uh, Patrick he went, um, and I oh, guess so. It is that same trip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the same trip. I didn't trip. realize that. I got you. Yeah, and um, and I, I kind of honestly think it, it's a little. It has to do a little bit with maybe people who are more interested in in um, you know uh, oral surgery or or say, you know t- taking out teeth or you know just people who are more interested in that kind of sphere when it comes to um, you know exodontia in the general dentistry kind of world. Um, and so uh, last year there were a couple guys who went who did go, um, go to uh, oral surgery residency. Um, Tyler is also on that path. Say interested, um, right? Yeah, shout out to Tyler. Uh, and um, one of the third year, a couple of third years, I think, are interested also. Um, me, <laughs> I'm not on that yeah. path. <laughs> but, um, you know, anybody who knows me knows I love it. I really enjoy it. And uh, to the extent that a general dentist can do that kind of stuff, you know, that's the kind of stuff that I'm interested in. Um, and so, so yeah, so like um, Tyler ended up getting in touch with New Worth. And, um, and Tyler kind of, um, you know, I think he sent out like a email or application or like a solicitation to, um, you know, uh, the dental students or at least, um, I know the third years he did. Um, and then, um, he, uh, he, he asked me personally just because, you know, we're pretty good friends and, um, he knows I like to take out teeth and, and oral surgery from that perspective. Um, and so I was like, yeah, man, I'd love to go. Um, and, uh, one of our other classmates, Shannon, so. Uh, so yeah, it's like I said, it's a little bit more under the table, not under the table, but like, um, under, you know, the radar, under the radar. 
mm-hmm. and um and 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 people who uh are passionate about missions and passionate about serving and also have a general interest in that kind of dentistry um are are the ones I guess who end up going so so yeah that's that's kind of how I got into it I got you yeah but um but yeah man enough about me enough about, <laughs> about my perspective on on these last couple weeks is last month but um you are on and it's good it's good that we have these different perspectives right because people can get value from from seeing how um kind of thing or things can be different from different you know sides or different points of view your different kind of responsibilities that were taken care of during the fourth year and so um so so you're kind of Kind of in this a bit different, more on crunch mode, right? A bit more on crunch mode. <laughs> yeah, so, 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 kind of, kind of, give us a little bit of update and what's been going on and how you've been experiencing um, all that. Right. So, I was telling Christian earlier, it's it's been an interesting environment at school lately because you know the clinic's a little bit less busy overall in terms of there's fewer students there because kind of students are wrapping up or they're in the specialty clinics more often or you know shadowing throughout the school trying to get different experiences. But like the, the students that are in clinic still, it's just like a madhouse. And, and not in a bad way, but of course, you know, we're finishing up. The time where you really need everything to go right to get things done before graduation is, of course, the time when absolutely nothing is going right. Whether or not <laughs> your patient doesn't show up, your lab work comes back and it doesn't fit, or, you know, any number of issues. So, you know, it's every day where somebody's almost just like having a meltdown in there. It, and not that that's it. And I probably made that sound more dramatic than it actually is. But like even just today, I have a, a patient, you know, we've got it all lined up to where we're going to do our MMR today. And then we have her tooth trying, her delivery and her follow ups already all scheduled out. And of course, she didn't come today. You know, like, oh, no. Oh, my gosh. Oh, please, please. Um, so it's, it's just a funny environment uh, currently in the school. But things are getting done. And it is interesting to see, too, because. You know, so there are some students as well who, instead of going on rotation, they're just trying to get some broader clinical experiences at the school. Um, So, you know, on a day like today, I just kind of like chatted with some people whether they're getting to do some more digital um, dentistry further than the extent than we have in the past or or those kinds of things. Just chatting with people about what they're doing um, because there are some pretty cool things going around um, the clinic. So, it's been kind of a, a mix of that and people kind of relaxing and just trying things to do and then people just trying to get stuff done. So yeah. we'll see. I've, got, I've pretty much got everything lined up. Well, <laughs> did have everything lined up. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so like from, from the perspective of like the, like the lab work and the timeline and things like that, kind of give, give people a little bit of a context into like how that can become a huge problem and what, uh, you know, uh, up, up and coming fourth years or, or you know, up and coming dental students or whoever might, might be able to, um, you know, get some advice or some content or some value from learning from what you're experiencing. Um, I'd say one big thing that if I could get back in time to, I mean, pretty much when we started clinic, I would start doing would be to schedule, like schedule as many appointments as your patient will let you. So like, most often, like I would go in and, you know, whatever we were finished that appointment, we go ahead and schedule the next appointment at, at the current appointment. Whereas kind of later in this year, like say for my denture patient, whether it takes like what, six appointments, five, six appointments, or at least um, the way we do it. And so I just like first day scheduled all of them out. Granted, 
it didn't necessarily work in my favor. Um, she's also uh, English at a second language, so it's kind of a, a, a difficult situation from that standpoint. Um, and also, on that note, if you could take any kind of extracurricular Spanish class, or you know, if you're a pre-dental student, you're looking into languages for undergrad. I would definitely. Uh, I know some schools now are doing kind of like um, minor programs, like Spanish for the health professions or things of that nature. I would recommend it wholeheartedly because I know Christian, you know a little bit of Spanish. Uh, or what, what language do they speak in the Dominican Republic? I don't, I don't even know. Yeah, yeah, Spanish. So, like, I know that's come in handy for you, and I can pretty much get through an operative appointment, but very minimal um, interaction there and very minimal skill set. So, I think that that would be such a, a useful skill to to have. Has, have you found that to be useful? Oh yeah, without a doubt. I mean. It's, uh, it is, like you said, it, it's invaluable. And, you know, people ask me, cause, you know, I have classmates all the time ask me to come over and, and help translate and things like that. And, um, you know, people ask me, you know, so you're fluent? Or like, are you fluent? And I always say, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, no. <laughs> you know, like, I think there's a really, really huge leap from being, like, uh, proficient and like being, you know, having the ability to talk and then being fluent. Like, I, I really think the only way that you're fluent is one, like you're a natural speaker, you know, like your family is, is Hispanic or two, like you, you are living in a, right. a Hispanic country that speaks Spanish. Like those are the only ways I think you can really be fluent because it's fluency is like your, your brain has to think through like, like you're, you're not thinking about what you're saying. Like for mm-hmm. me, I'm still in a lot of ways. Um, and it's really, really funny you mentioned that because, um, recently I've caught myself sometimes not having to think about some sentences or some words because it's, it's becoming more natural. Um, but like still, like I have to translate words in my head when I'm listening or when I'm t- even talking. And that's, that's not fluency. Like that's like, you know, I'm, I'm proficient. And so, um, yeah, like you said, like I, I, I have the ability to speak Spanish and, 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 you know, hold a decent conversation, understand what somebody's saying most of the time and get my point across. Um, but, uh, different countries speak, it <laughs> sounds like, you know, in, in terms of the, uh, Spanish language, a lot right, of times different, different countries, yeah, yeah, they speak almost, it sounds like a different language, man. And, um, it's, it's really interesting because in the Dominican Republic, a lot of people are, are, are somewhat hard to understand. And just because I'm, maybe I'm not used to hearing that kind of Spanish. Um, but then like, for instance, like Mexico, um, or, you know, Venezuela, um, or, or, uh, you know, Colombia, their Spanish is a little bit more easy for me to understand. Um, mm-hmm. and so, so yeah, like, like you said, it's, it's super, super valuable, but still, I, I would love to become more proficient. And, and like, like you said, even in the healthcare profession, like, I don't know a lot of words because they're very specific, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like a lot of times you kind of have to like make stuff up to try to get the person to understand what you're saying. But, um, yeah, I mean, if anybody has the time, um, just sacrifice a little bit every week or, you know, a couple minutes a day uh, to learn a few words because it can definitely, definitely be valuable. And so um, getting back to your side of the things, doing a little continuing education recently, what was uh, going on there up in D.C.? Oh, yeah, man. So, um so the DC American Academy of Implant Dentistry Maxi course, uh, we mentioned it a couple of times and, um, me and one of my class, one of our classmates, uh, Evan Moore, uh, we were doing I didn't it. I Evan was there too. Yeah. Yeah. Evan was there. And, um, 
Preston, who graduated last year, was kind of our inspiration and he, he took it last year and, and said really, really great things about it and about the faculty and about the whole experience and about, you know, the value that he got out of it. And if you listen back to the episode that we did with him um, not too long ago, uh, I'm not sure what number episode it was, but uh, Preston Ford, um, and you can hear about <clears throat> what he said. And so the first weekend of the course was uh, two weekends ago, or no, it must have been at least a, like three weekends ago. Um, but, uh, hands down exceeded my expectations without a doubt. I mean, just one. Okay. Like here's, here's thing. Number one, when you get into a room where everybody put up the time and the money to be there, like people are serious, you know, like, <laughs> like right. you, you remember the first like couple days of dental school were like, you know, you get yeah, into class, showing up in like shirt and tie, and, like, right? <laughs> and people yeah. are showing up for like eight, eight o'clock class at like six thirty, <laughs> and like you know, people are serious, man. And like uh, after a while, you know, of course, it becomes routine, and then you know, it becomes normal. Like okay, like we're all here. Like this is our peer group now. Like we're just all here to you know learn dentistry and be in dental school. But I think continued education courses is a little bit different because. Everybody knows that, okay, like we're all dentists or, you know, obviously I'm going to be a dentist in a couple of weeks, but like we're all dentists and, you know, we're all in quote unquote the same playing field. But now we are voluntarily giving people or giving an organization our money and giving, um, giving them a lot of our time. And so like, like for instance, like, I'm in histology class and like, you know, I'm falling asleep listening to whoever, whoever talk and lecture. Like, bro, when I tell you I did not blink this whole weekend, like mm-hmm. I was paying attention. Right. <laughs> like for one, not, not only because of, you know, like I said, the time and the money that I invested for this, but the quality of the faculty and the presenters, uh, that we had this weekend, it was, like I said, I actually put this up on my Instagram not long ago when I, um, you know, after the weekend, Dr. Um, James Rakowski was our um, lecturer this weekend. And he was the best I've ever heard on, like, obviously, you know, his, his specific topic, he's one of the world leaders, but he was just so entertaining and so um, uh, engaging. It was mm-hmm. like they obviously sought him out to come lecture uh, for the CE knowing that he was one of the best, not only in his, at his craft. And he, um, he's, he's well known for, um, his, his work in a uh, PRP. Play, uh, play yeah. That's what I was going to ask too. It seems like that was kind of the topic of the weekend. Was it, was it not single subject, but was that the focus or what all did y'all cover? Well, yeah. So it, it was, it was, it was the focus. I, I wouldn't even say focus. It was like, that was like the steak of the weekend. Like if, if, if the, if the weekend was a meal, that was a steak. And then there was some, you know, there was some broccoli, there was some rice and, and maybe a little bit of dessert. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, and so the, the, the PRP and PRF and blood concentrates was the, was the, the steak of the weekend. But, um, he, he, what's that? Spinning some blood. Right, right. Spinning some blood and, you know, centrifugation. But, um, he, he's also, um, uh, if I'm not mistaken, I don't want to mess up his credentials, but I'm pretty sure that he's a pharmacist. He was, he's a trained pharmacist and he got a PhD, um, 
in in that field somewhere. I know he got a PhD in that field somewhere. Um, and so he he's he knows all that. He's an expert in pharmacology. So he he talked about all all the different kinds of um, you know meds that um, he uses that can be used and they're value, valuable in like implant surgery and, and sedation and all those type of things. Um, so he covered a lot of different pharmacology and, you know, G6 antibiotics and steroids, all these different things that, you know, just like tricks of the trade. Um, mm-hmm. and then like he, like the next day on Saturday, he went deep into, um, uh, like blood concentrates, like you said, like centrifugation and using blood concentrates, uh, for, um, you know, uh, ridge augmentation, sinus augmentations, bone grafting, um, as it relates to implant dentistry. And so, uh, so yeah, that was, he was our lecturer for the weekend. Uh, and then on Sunday we did the hands-on part, which we all did, you know, IV sticks and, um, started, uh, uh, IV to get tubes of our bone blood. Um, Mm -hmm. so we can spin it down and get some blood concentrates. And we, uh, you know, practiced, uh, making some sticky bone and, and some, um, uh, PRF membranes and, and all that type of stuff. So it was just amazing, man. Like I said, and, and, and going back to, um, you know, the group, as a whole, um, just awesome, awesome guys and girls and, um, you know, awesome dentist and implantologist, a part of our cohort and a part of our, um, you know, our class, because, you know, it is a class. We're going to be together one weekend for, um, you know, every month. Um, yeah, I was going to ask about that. How's, how's it structured? Like how often we all be heading up there? Yeah. So it's, it's one weekend every month started in the month of, um, April. Um, or no, no, no. yeah, wait, January, February, when did it start? March? I still got to like sing out my months. So uh, <laughs> that, that, that's a Christian heart for you anyway. Um, so yeah, uh, I still got to sing out my months. So it started in the month of March and uh, ending in the month of um, December. Um, and so yeah, it's 10 weekends and uh, it's, 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 uh, it's really cool because, you know, obviously you're seeing each other every month and um, we got a little like group, um, messaging thing going on, uh, and uh, mostly younger people or a fair mix. It, it it it's the whole spectrum, man. Which is which is the cool part, also, because me and Evan, or and there's another fourth year dental student too. He's a he goes to Howard. Ask, what was everyone's reaction when they found out you were students? I mean, it's definitely like, man, I wish I would have started this early. Uh, you guys are definitely doing it right. Definitely, um, you know, I, I wish we had this kind of stuff back in my day kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, because like I said, it's the whole, it's the whole range. So like there's three fourth years, uh, me, Evan, and another guy uh, from Howard. Um, and I mean, and then after that, like the, I think the oldest guy is like, um, he might be in his like late sixties, maybe in the seventies. I don't know. Um, oh. And, you know, all in between, you know, there's some there's some young docs in there who are like four or five years out. Um, there's some middle aged, you know, people in their, you know, forties, thirties, uh, forties or fifties. <laughs> I hope thirties are middle aged yet. Don't want to the bus. Right, right. No, yeah, I'm I'm about to be thirty in a couple of years, so def- <laughs> definitely not middle aged. Um but um yeah, that's that's also the cool part as well. And um oh man, what was I gonna say? I was gonna touch on one other thing. Um, oh, when you talked about, um, when people asked about us being fourth years, another interesting thing, which I thought definitely had some, some merit to it. I could understand. Um, when somebody uh, mentioned, uh, I kind of overheard a little bit and they were like, um, 
yeah, you know, it's, it's great that, you know, fourth, you know, fourth or dental students or fourth dental students are, are coming to the course, but really, you know, they're not going to get as much value from it as somebody in practice because they can't put it really into practice yet, which it has some merit. You know, that, that statement has some merit. I mean, by the time you finish, you will. Right. Yeah. And I agree, <clears throat> you know, because we'll, we'll be out practicing. Yeah. I can um, understand maybe a third year. Right. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It, it definitely wouldn't have as much value for third year because half the stuff they would forget and they, I mean, it just, he wouldn't, couldn't put it into practice, but, um, right. somebody but who's he, in practice, like, like for instance, there's a guy from Fayetteville. Um, he also went to UNC too. So there's like three, yeah, there's three, three people from UNC in the course, which is pretty cool. Nice. Um, and, uh, like he's a couple, he's like maybe three or four or five years out and he owns his own practice. And he was like, yeah, man, like I'm getting ready to buy a centrifuge this weekend. And like, I'm putting it into practice <laughs> right now. I was like, damn, man, that's so cool. Cause he can literally start putting this into practice immediately. And it's so much more real for him because then everything he learned, he can implement immediately. And so for us, it's like, we have to make sure that we are actively you know, uh, thinking about this and retaining it and reviewing it at least at this point so that, um, you know, it can be still be, you know, valuable to us in the future, which I mean, just a couple months. Yeah. And uh, it's not like we're going to like not use it. I mean, I'm definitely going to be able to implement all this stuff in the future and just won't be necessarily be as fresh, you know? Right. Um, and, uh, yeah, man, it's a really, really great experience. Really cool. Definitely looking forward to actually be back up there next weekend, um, for the month of April. And, um, and, and yeah, yeah, definitely looking forward to the rest of the course. So, uh, anybody out there who has questions about it or might be interested in it, um, you know, definitely get in touch with me, hit me up, um, and, uh, shoot me an email, shoot me an Instagram message. And, uh, yeah, yeah, it's, it's awesome. Awesome stuff. Well, sweet. So last few weeks of school, man, last few weeks of clinic. Gotta grind it out. Grind it out. Hey, man, you you got it. We got it. <laughs> yeah, I, like I said, I've got most of my stuff lined up. And, and that's one thing, too, is just uh, for all y'all in dental school right now, don't get frustrated because like Christian was mentioning earlier, like sometimes, at least the way it's set up at UNC, it, it can be such a crapshoot sometimes just because, you know, one patient who needs a lot might not be able to afford it, or one patient who needs a few things, but can like is retired, has the money, can come in as much as they want. So it's really just don't get frustrated if you have a fair mix of patients and it doesn't all work out right now. It all gets done by the end. Um, and that's one thing I know some some of my classmates, some of our classmates are just kind of like really stressing about okay, you know, finishing by this date and this time, and in the end, it all it all shakes out like you need it to, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely agree. And, um, that's, that's one thing that I kind of <laughs> learned from the last year's class who, you know, I mean, Hey, at the end of the day, it's all going to get done. Um, you know, sometimes in, in, in the worst case, you stay a couple more days to finish something up. That's the absolute worst case scenario. And when you think right. about it in the grand scheme of things, like, that if, ain't so bad. <laughs> like if, if your main problem in the world is that you have to stay a couple more weeks in dental school to get your dental license, if that's your main problem, then man, you're blessed. So, um, good. so right. like you said, it all works out in the end. And, uh, yeah, definitely looking forward to, um, looking forward to seeing all my classmates again, man. Like I said, I haven't been back there in almost a month. So <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Next week I'll, I'll be back in the, in the swing of things and, and, uh, we'll, fin we'll finish up strong. Sure. 
So thank you all so much for listening again to the SEID podcast. And thanks for all you listeners who've been been with us since the first episode. Rock yeah, with us since the, the first episode. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's almost been, uh, what, how many years? Two, almost what, two and a half, two years? I don't two know. and a half, yeah, yeah. A little yeah. over two and a half, or a little under two and a half. Yeah. Anyway, but thanks to all you all out in the podcast world listening, and uh, hopefully we've been providing some value for you all, and uh, look forward to speaking in the next episode. So, for Michael Tulupus and Christian Hart, talk to you next time. Thanks, y'all. All right. <laughs>